I was in math class on March 11, 2020, when my teacher read off the news that my state school was closing campus. That night, an email notification from school announced changes due to COVID. The school made the decision to extend the upcoming spring break to two weeks, having one week of virtual school and then to go back in person. Three weeks, according to this email, and things would be back to normal. I wasn't surprised or scared. I didn't consider the true ramifications of the news. As an exhausted high schooler, I even felt a little excited. At the time, I was student director for the middle school show, Twelfth Night. During rehearsal the next day, there was so much uncertainty written on the students' faces. Since no one was able to concentrate, I suggest we run through some of their favorite scenes, just in case the show was canceled. One student, a fifth grader, whose eyes were wide with worry, asked me, So we're not coming back? I wasn't sure what to say. How was I going to tell a fifth grader that, after all their hard work, the show may not happen? Texting one of my friends that weekend, I was surprised to hear his parents weren't allowing him to go out anymore. Two days later, my parents had done the same rule. By the end of the week, it seemed as though the whole city had shut down. Everything was canceled or closed. Still, this didn't overly bother me. I was disheartened for all those around the world who were suffering, but I wasn't upset for myself. I enjoyed hours on the phone with friends, binging books and shows. I was fine. I still had a mind that after three weeks, things would be back to normal. By the time my virtual week of school began, I knew that clearly wasn't going to be the case. As more news came in of cases and rising death counts, it was apparent the world wouldn't be back to normal for a while. And I was willing to do my part and stay inside if that was what was best. I was okay with that, okay with whatever I had to do and whatever I lost. Of course, there were days that the sadness of isolation hit me. Days when I laid in bed thinking, what's even the point of getting out? Days when I curled up into a ball on the floor, mind blank. But I didn't let myself stay like that for long, and I never talked about it to anyone either. I forced myself to get up, to find my ways to make the unexpected time productive. At the end of summer, when my school announced that it would be online indefinitely for the year, I remember my sister having a complete meltdown, devastated at what she saw as the loss of her senior year. I felt bad for her, but I couldn't really understand. Had she not seen this coming? I knew school was going to be online. Cases were rising and many teachers and students alike were too scared to go back. As school went on, the days where I had trouble getting out of bed increased. Sometimes the way of the world seemed so endlessly unhappy that living was purposeless. I still, however, didn't deal with this. I let myself fall farther and farther into the monotonous day after day of homework, online extracurriculars, and mindless TV. It wasn't until March 2021 that anything truly hit me. I just read an email from a teacher apologizing for putting an incorrect date on an assignment. After giving the right date, he wrote, I blame my idiotcy on the COVID shot I got on Friday. I then rushed into the car on the way to some appointment, putting on the soundtrack to Dear Evan Hansen. A few minutes into my drive, the song For Forever came on, telling the story of a boy imagining a perfect day with a friend, a day he wishes could be real. I couldn't help but think of days with my friends I wish could be real, a whole high school experience that I wish could be real. My thoughts then turned to my teacher. Someone I knew got their vaccine. There is hope, real, true hope, a light at the end of the tunnel. Perhaps it was the song, perhaps it was the shot, or perhaps I at last reached a breaking point of exhaustion, but the tears welled up in my eyes and I didn't stop them. I let myself process. For the past year, I realized I had compartmentalized everything. I thought only in logical terms of, this is the way things are, this is what I have to do. I had to keep moving, keep working. I couldn't control what was going on in the world, but I could keep control over my life. I never processed what I had lost. Never let myself be wide-eyed with worry like the fifth grader or melt down like my sister. I've been devastated for the world, yes, but never grieved for myself. Whether I like it or not, I have to process. 
I have to take time to truly acknowledge that I'm not okay. While the world may go back to normal soon, I won't magically go back to who I was on March 11th, 2020. I need to cry, to grieve, to acknowledge my struggles. It won't solve what's going on in the world, true. But in the long term, it's the best chance I have at being okay again.